This podcast replay is brought to you by KSDT CPA, one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDT CPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit them at KSDTCPA.com or call 305-670-3370. All righty, all righty. How about baseball? They've got a new partner in crime for reselling tickets. Not that it's a crime. Just, you know, it's just a, a, a phrase. Relax out there. Mobile platform SeatGeek will now replace StubHub effective immediately as MLB's official reseller. Financial terms weren't disclosed, but industry sources tell Forbes that the deal is a revenue sharing agreement that promises MLB roughly $100 million per year over five years. MLB clubs will have access to SeatGeek's data to help expand their customer base. MLB Chief Revenue Officer Noah Garden told Forbes that discussions with SeatGeek intensified last year and that MLB thoroughly examined SeatGeek's technology to ensure that the platform could handle the extra volume of users. Yeah, I know they're, they're flocking so many to baseball. Uh, we dug in and we're happy with what we found, Garden said. MLB's revenue was a record high, $10.8 billion for 2022 regular season, with attendance accounting for about 40%. The number of fans coming through the turnstiles has fluctuated because of coronavirus. MLB attracted 64.6 million fans last year, up from 45 million in the COVID phase in 2021, but down from 68 and a half million fans in pre-pandemic. Yeah, what they don't tell you is that attendance has gone down 14 straight years in baseball. That's what they don't tell you. Yeah. No revenues up. Yeah, no, you're charging more for what's like, it's like, um, it's like movie tickets, you know, oh, we've raised this much revenue, but did more people really go to see this one movie over Jaws or was it that Jaws, you can go in for $2. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, no, the, the revenue that, it, yeah, no, I know I get it, but it's, not really that maybe more people went to see the movie. No, no, no. They just paid 18 bucks to go to a movie, right? But maybe Jaws or Close Encounters of the Third Kind or the first Star Wars had actually more people going to see the movie than this movie, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's it's funny. Oh, yeah, no, our revenue is, yeah, no, it's because you're charging more and you're getting more from the people that do go through the turnstiles plus... You're also bringing in more TV revenue because now that the one thing I think will save baseball, by the way, is the pandemic. Because the pandemic showed you how important sports were. Everything else shut down, shows and movies and all that. They could not make those. Meanwhile, sports quickly got back on track again. And because TV revenue is so big, I, we tell you all the time, the fans are not important. That's why the NBA doesn't give a shit about its season ticket holders because they're getting their revenue from the TV deals. What comes in on the seats? Bro, that's icing on the cake for them. That's chump change in their, in their ashtrays. So if players don't want to play half the season or a third of the season and you don't want to pay for season tickets anymore – they might be sounding like they're sorry, but in the end, they're like, we're getting our money anyways through TV deals. And the pandemic showed that they need programming. 
So not that we're going to have another pandemic. I hope we don't have another one for another 400 years. But if you have another one, and that's what they're looking at going, oh, my God, if we have another one and we don't have sports programming, that's going to hurt us because sports was able to adjust faster than the rest of life. So 162 games is programming, okay? Even if it's not the most entertaining programming to the average American, it's still programming. So that that will definitely help. But nice job by SeatGeek cutting a deal with MLB. That is your KSDT CPA sports business report.